Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode, yet another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lyft. Jeffrey Petroselli. What's up, dude? Not much. I have tan lines. You have tan lines. You were in the you were in the Bahamas. In the Bahamas with the uh I was just about to make like a reference to the Jamaican bobsled team, but it doesn't work really, right? <laughs> but <laughs> dude, I was uh I was thinking about you. Yeah. Um just because yeah. I just you wish I, my sexy my sexy body was on the beach and you could just look at me and yeah, I had a, you know, I needed to get lathered up in oil, you know, and there was no pool boys around and That's right fair. away you came up. <laughs> no, um, we were walking. I was the first they one that popped like, up. <laughs> yeah, figuratively and literally. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you uh, did there. <laughs> so it's at a, um, we went to the Baja Mar. It was really beautiful. And like where the pool is, they have these trailers. Or they're like airstreams, like really nice ones. Or and they have some huts and stuff. And there's all foods. It's kind of like a um, like if food trucks all got together. So it's poke bowls and you know burrito stuff. And oh, one nice. of the huts, one of the huts was Hawaiian shaved ice. Hey, yes. So Tell me you got one. Gets, story gets so much better. So I started calling it. You know, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, it's Italian ice. And my wife just cringes every time sometimes like there's certain things that she just like <laughs> that and she's so like i don't know why she like doesn't like let it go because when she tells me it makes me want to do it more of course so every time we walked by i'd be like hey kids you want some italian ice and she <laughs> she acted like it didn't bother but i knew it bothered her so i kept doing it because that's what husbands do <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway it probably serves me right because i went up there and um you know, I'm waiting online for like 10 minutes, which is a long time on vacation to wait on a line, right? Because like you're yeah. not doing anything. The kids can't wait online with you. So they're standing over there. That's you an know, eternity. I'm not, the not going to strike up a conversation with some stranger. And um, so I wait, get up to the line and I go to the girl. I'm like, oh, well, what flavors you got for the, um, I think it did call it Italian ice. <laughs> so she's like, <laughs> we're out. So she goes, we're out of ice. I go, oh, Really? Like how you're long? Out of your, she goes, your core ingredient. Yeah. I go, you're out of your mind. Um, so day goes by, go back there the next day. Same thing. We're out of ice. I go, this is goddamn ridiculous. I want to speak to a manager. I was just going to say, say you gotta, you gotta go full so, Karen, dude. Yeah. So I turned around and you know, my wife is like, what's up? I'm like, they're out of ice. I guess she goes, are you kidding me? I'm like, I wish I was, but this is just, I want to go. I, I almost wanted to just, change my flight and go home early because of this, because earlier in those days I'd see some like punk eight year old walking around enjoying, cause I've never had Hawaiian shaped. I've had Italian ice and I've had that crap like rock ice, you know, but I've never yeah. had it. Dude, it's, it's legit. So, so it's like, eating a, it's like eating a dream. 
If I can, you know, I, if I can make an analogy to anybody out there, now that I'm an experienced Hawaiian ice connoisseur, um, it's like the difference between skiing in Jersey as opposed to Montana. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like fresh. Do you want to be in Aspen or do you want to ski in like, yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Like, I mean, I don't even one know. Of the, one of the Italian ices, you have to wear jeans to eat. And the other one you're in, you know, just flip flops and oh, just enjoying life. So yeah. You know, choices. Italian, Italian ice, you're, you're getting that in, in Brooklyn and you have to eat that wearing a bubble goose jacket when it's 14 degrees. Yeah, exactly. And smelling like trash, like our friend. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, so I go to the third day and I'm, and I'm so frustrated and I'm very thick headed and stubborn. And I'm like, you know what? If they don't have this time, I'm just, I don't want to try again because I'm tired of being, it ruins my day. Like we'd be at dinner and, sh- and everybody's like, daddy, why are you such a such bad? Be quiet kids. Don't talk to me. You wouldn't get Shut it. Shut up. Shut up, kid. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. Well, and also it and, makes uh, you look like an idiot. Like, how can you go up to a Hawaiian shaved ice thing? And they're like, we're out of ice. I'd be like, all right, man, look, can we just skip so, to the part where Ashton Kutcher comes out and like laughs <laughs> so I can get this fucking shaved ice, please? Like, pull the cameras skip out. Where are the cameras? Yeah. I get it. Yeah, where are the cameras? Ha ha. Hawaiian I shaved ice it. places out of ice. That's that's real original. You're a big FCS fan. Ha ha ha. I'll sign your autograph later. I get it. I just I'll want sign to your chest after you give me the Hawaiian shaved ice. Yeah. So anyway, I, I kind of missed out a, a tiny portion. So they, they sold some food items. So those first two days I was waiting online for like, to, and they, and you would think that like, they would just make an announcement here and there and be like, Hey, if anybody's waiting online for Hawaiian shaved ice, we're out. Don't wait here anymore. You know, stop wasting your time while you're on vacation. Yeah. You could be do other things. <laughs> I'm I'm getting so like frustrated even talking about it. So anyway, so third day comes. We cancel them. Can we cancel them? Well, no, it's a good ending. It's a really good ending. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I, I will hold my so, cancellation. Yeah. Put <laughs> pause it. <laughs> <laughs> so um the third day, and I'm legit like, if they don't have it, I'm I don't even want to walk this. I don't want to walk on this. It's called a sidewalk or a pathway. I don't want to walk this way to get back to the hotel room. I'll take the long route because I don't want to pass by it because it's so depressing. So get up to the counter and I forget how I asked, but it must've been like, I think I was like, please God, tell me you have it, this shaved ice. And she's like, we do. So, um, they didn't have my flavor. I wanted cherry. I'm a big cherry guy, but they had watermelon. So I got watermelon and I'm so fat because like, as they were making it, you know, it was my first experience. So they, they put this big, as it looks like a big snow cone actually it looks like a big martini glass almost and the, the shaving machine's going and it's falling into the cup but then she's like packing it down and that you know that can transition right to ice and my whole yeah. experience is going to go down the tubes <laughs> so <laughs> so she, she's packing it and my fat ass goes don't pack it too tight keep it loose <laughs> and the lady <laughs> turns or she turns around she's like Okay. <laughs> so and then they pour all the syrup on it. And um, what flavor did you back, get? And my wife tried talking to me. I'm like, just, I need two minutes alone with this right now. Just please. I need, two I need some time. I need, I need some time. <laughs> um, and it was good. The only problem is that the flavor, 10 out of 10. The, the holding contraption, I give it a nine. And I say nine 
because it was like a narrow handle. Wasn't really liking it. And I give the eating device with it a zero out of 10. They gave me one of those 7 Eleven okay. Slurpee straws. How are you supposed oh, to no, scoop no, no, Italian no. ice? How? That you can't do that. You need I a mean, real spoon. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's like, oh, you just bite off. The, obviously, you bite the beginning, but I'm not going to shove my face inside of a fucking cone like a, like no, a that's, heathen. That's, that's unacceptable. That's what you do with, that's what you do with, with like, you know, the, the Italian ice or, or some of that rock Jersey stuff. We don't do that yeah. with Hawaiian. This is Hawaiian shaved ice. This is like opening no. up a bottle of Bordeaux from 1970. You, you just don't do that. And then I was just gonna say, it's, it's like opening up a bottle of, of 70 um, Lafitte and drinking yeah. it out of a, um, out of a, a Coke can Paper that cup. you didn't wash out. Yeah. Like, how dare you? How? What flavor did you get? You? Watermelon. I wanted mm. cherry. They didn't have cherry. They were out. Solid. That's a solid choice. Watermelon is a solid choice. Yeah, they had, well, what would you have chose? They had cherry, but that was out. They had watermelon, uh, mango, cotton candy. Cotton candy, I almost went with. I got to be honest. But cotton candy can go both ways. It could be too sweet See, sometimes. That's and my like worry sweet. about cotton candy is, is you know, cotton candy is like an artificial flavor anyway. And so at least with those other flavors, like if I'm going artificial, like if I find a place that has like cherry Coke or Coca-Cola flavored snow cones, I'm about about it, dude. Dr. Pepper, a Dr. Pepper flavored snow cone. Come on. But like yeah. if it's natural flavors, like Hawaiian shaved ice, dude, a half mango, half cherry, solid, solid, solid. Gosh. Or like, you know, like passion fruit or something like that. You know, some like yeah, mango, dude. Mango would have been a nice choice. Watermelons would be super refreshing in the summertime. Are you kidding me? What you sit on the beach, dude, with your with your uh, flip flops on, eating a uh, watermelon snow Hawaiian shaved ice? Come on, dude. That's so yeah, paradise. so I'm a terrible father too because my son was like, "Can I try some?" And I gave him a little bit off the top, but then I stuck his straw all the way down so he could just suck up all the fluids. That you know, who wants to drink just straight syrups? So yeah, no. So I let him have all the. uh the good part of it. And, um, <laughs> and I just went balls deep in, in the, uh, in the top. Oh God. Hell yeah. Dude. Deli- delightful. It was delightful. Nice. It was a good trip. Yeah, it was a great trip. It was hot. It was a little hot. I put on, um, I didn't get burned. Thank God. But I put on 50. I was wearing 50. And, okay. um, yeah, it worked out good. They have like a water park now. So my kids were just running. That's why kids are so skinny, because if like they just run everywhere, like if my wife was like, hey, can you go get me something? My kid would just run into the kitchen and run back where me. I yeah. just, you know, walk like a slug and then walk back. But have I sprinted from like these little 50 feet or 30 feet dashes here and there? I'd be in great shape, but they're like yeah. going up and down the slides, running everywhere. And um, it was uh, a little exercise was, machines. Oh my god! Incredible. Just, yeah, they just never stop. So yeah, food was great. Um, gosh, I had a great steak the last night. Uh, it was a porterhouse. We what shared island my, you go uh, to? Um, I think it's it's not Paradise Island. It's on Nassau. Oh okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a tourist. You just flew part. into Nassau. Yeah, yeah. 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 Slum it Is up. Is that the resort? Like, I'm trying to think. Um. Gosh, I'm trying to think where the location was. Like we passed some like some major like I've only been there a couple times, but um, so it's it's, it's, kinda, it's fun. I, you know, it's fun. It's pretty much where Atlantis is. Um Atlantis is like a 15 minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it was fun. I th- it was fun. You know, I think, um, I don't know what island she was on, but um, our uh, our favorite um, repeat, one of our favorite repeat guests on the show, Britt Lincoln. Shout out to Britt. I think she was in the Bahamas uh, when you Oh, were. no way. Yeah. No, I don't even... think she was in NASA. NASA. I, I, she wasn't in NASA. Nassau. Sorry. NASA. Didn't even text me. That's terrible. I know. I, I was going to text you and be like, oh, you should reach out to Britt because I think she's, I, but oh, I, she I don't know, know what. She's just trying to play it cool. She's yeah, just, she's like, you know what? I'm running for a board seat. Yeah, she's just running for right a board now. seat. Like, I'm just gonna, you know. I think I might have voted for her. <laughs> Dude, this is this election's gonna be um this is a great segue. Now we can start talking about uh aviation stuff, which hopefully people are enjoying my uh Hawaiian shaved ice story. But yeah, um, I, I mean I am. We have we have a lot to we have a lot of aviation stuff to talk about. Uh, we got, let's, let's get into, let's get into the election talk. Cause that's, I mean, it hasn't been like contentious or anything like that, but, um, the election, the race is on baby race is oh on. Oh my God. It is on. When does it end? Does it end like in a month? It's the 20, oh man, I thought it was the 21st and it's not, it's either the 24th or 28th, something around there. So it's, it's got another, uh, you know, a couple weeks, I think maybe 10 yeah. days. It's exciting. Um, like I think that. it is exciting. <laughs> I feel like I'm like Anderson Cooper right now. Like, and we're, and you're, um, I don't know. What's the other reporter? Can I, can I be somebody P, hot? Um, okay. That's fine. You could be, um, I'm trying to think of, uh, don't say it. <laughs> the guy, on, uh, Mike Huckabee. Can I be the chick from, can I be the weather <laughs> chick from Telemundo? Oh gosh. Why can't we do that here? Why can't we just have hot it's, weather chicks? It's so sexist, but you know what? Sometimes like, it's like, I, I know it's sexist, but it's, come on. You know what? We should be sexist because I feel like men are being pushed around and made we've into these people. Go. We've had a we've really had a rough, rough go. We, we've had a rough go. And I'll be honest. You know, I, um, people don't appreciate I'll this, that enough. I'll say this openly that my staff um, with all, you know, doing all the shops and stuff, women, girl, like that. The women and uh, are much better. Um, and I hope nobody's listening to this. We have we have a couple of guys, but that work for us. But for the majority, um, it's all uh, women that work for me, and they're just great employees. I mean, attention to detail and worth ethic. They're great. I mean, um, so I'm a big proponent of uh, not not to get too deep in the weeds on this topic, but I, I dude, I fully agree. Like, um, you know, we have a lot of. Uh, women pilots in our, uh, at our airline and everyone I've flown with has been amazing. And I, and I can't wait to fly with them again. You know, it's, it is super refreshing to have like another point of view and another, and a, and a different way of thinking to approach a, a similar problem. You know, it really does help. Um, dude. And it's so annoying. It's, like when great, one, it's so freaking annoying when one person like is like talking about, yeah, we call her a feminist or whatever you want, but trying to like voice, be the voice of all these women that don't even know that she's even talking like, and don't even agree with it. It's just some loud person who just is just so vocal and like makes believe that they're just representing the the majority when it's just not true. Well, and that's, you know, like that's with everything, you know, it's like the vocal minority, you know, get noticed the most. I mean, hell look at us. People, people are asking for fly cool shit stickers on Facebook. And it's like, I know we we'll got to start taking I, this job seriously. I think I'm going to, I was I'm just going to say, you know dude, what? I got everything. We got to talk to Hunter. Shout out to Hunter, dude. 
Hunter, it, like he's been like messaging, messaging us logos, talking about stickers. We got to get serious on this and do, we got to finally do it. Let's, let's put an order in. Let's, let's make that our goal this week. Hunter, when you listen to this, reach out, um, bug us. Cause it's not that we're, we're not putting you, uh, on the back burner. It's like, um, you're just lazy pieces of shit. Well, and life gets in the way. Like this week, I was super busy getting recalled back in the Airbus, which I, I'm looking forward to talking about after elections. But let's get back to I elections. Was, um, I do want to get yeah. swag. We, we've got to do swag. But let's. I've got. I've got a question for you on this election stuff. Oh, let's talk about it. Is it just me? I'm gonna pose. I'm gonna pose this, and I want to see what you think. I want to. I want to know what our our listeners think as well. So shoot us an email or a message because I'm curious. I feel like this election is getting more attention than others. For a non-president, um, IAC president election. Are you asking me why? No, I'm just I'm I'm just feeling like I noticed that it is getting more attention. People are paying so I, more attention to this election. What do you think it is? I think it's because of Jim Burke. I think that last year when Jim Burke ran for IAC president, or was it two years? Whatever. But when he yeah, ran, yeah, he was ago? very yeah he was very vocal. He, was he got a, a lot of um, attention. And I think that. Um, that has, um, that momentum from there carried on through here and you're kind of seeing it. I you know, everybody got the email from, um, Rob Holland, um, today, uh, which is Thursday night, um, with him running for VP. Um, I'm sure Justin's going to send out an email too. Um, you know, I got an email about, let me show you, I'll give you some inside baseball stuff here. Um, I might have deleted it already. Yeah, I think it deleted it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible candidate. Um, <laughs> but I will do I'll do great things, I promise. But yeah, it was an email like from the EAA and trying, you know, if we wanted to email out. But I feel like people that are gonna vote for you are gonna vote for you. Um, I don't need, you know, I think everybody knows where I stand. Um, and if you don't, um just listen to some some podcasts earlier. But yeah, I think Jim Burke really set the momentum. And I think it's great. I think, and I have to keep repeating because she deserves it, but Dagmar Kress, if anybody's listening, please vote for her because, you know, she is out of everybody that's on there. Um, oh, there's some great people like Bruce Ballou is such a phenomenal guy. He's, he, he helped out with legal. Um, I met him through having a challenge with getting an aerobatic practice area. There's just a ton of, but I think that if I'm anybody pull stands up the out, list. it's, it's Dagmar. I really Dagmar do. is and definitely she, one of those like, you know, if you're talking about um, IAC Hall of Famers, you know, like like somebody who should be on the the, the Mount Rushmore of of grassroots and uh, pure. Um, how do I say this? Love lover of aerobatics. She's way high up on the list. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pull this up because I nobody, actually I looked at the list earlier in the week or. Uh, yeah, earlier it was either earlier uh, this week or late last week, and you know there, you can't go wrong. Here's the problem: this is what's so frustrating. You can't go wrong with anybody on that list. You really can't. Um, so let me um, let me let me read you guys off the the list here. All right, guys, for vice president, obviously you got uh, Rob Holland. Um, you also have Justin Hickson. You know those are two great people. I mean, obviously everybody knows Rob Holland. A lot of people know Justin Hickson. He's a phenomenal guy. And it's um, really interesting. Let's that's just a hard talk about decision that to make. So yeah. that's a really tough one because, you know, they're great candidates, but they both bring two completely different, not agendas, but, um, you know, their experience within IAC is completely different. You know, I think that Justin 
you know, um, has been involved in, in the, uh, you know, the director and the, the board and everything like that for a while. And, um, he really has a good pulse on the regionals and, and what, you know, his, not market share, but what his, re, what those local contests, you know, go on and everything. And, and Rob is, is very global and, um, has a, has a, also has a good pulse on, you know, what's going on around the country. So, you know, it's like, do you want to, it just comes down to, to who you like better read their bios and, and, and see what you think. Yeah. They're both. I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. No. Um, no, there's, and, there's nobody on this list that we're going to, we're about to go through. That's, that's a wrong candidate, you know, and, um, Rob Holland, I mean, I, you know, there is so much to be said, like, you know, when you get to somebody of Rob Holland's, uh, stature, you, you really talk about bringing like your currency is higher than, than others. Like there's no way to deny that whether, whether now, whether Rob would make a good vice president is up to the people that know Rob or that are voting for Rob or not voting for Rob, right? That's a totally personal opinion. Um, I mean, I think he would do phenomenal. I think Justin would do phenomenal. I, Justin well, is let a me, true let passionate me, person for the, the IAC, but you know, let it's me like, ask Rob, you a good question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you think the IACs and this is uh, you know could go to the to Jim Burke, the president too, but just in general, what do you think the IAC's number one task or problem, whatever you want to call it, what's their main, um, what would be at the top of their agenda to either fix or make better? That's or a good question. You know, obviously something completely different, like something that they have to do that's new. Well, I, I mean, I think there's. The short answer is it depends to a lot of those, you know, um, I think, um, there's, there's a membership and retention and, and new members. Um, that's what I was growing membership. That's, that's really the, you know, the core focus. I mean, I think that's really what Jim Burke ran on as president, you know, of really kind of reshaping the IAC um, and, and getting more focus on it, getting more attention. I think it, you know, we'd all be lying if, I mean, that should be everybody's mission, right? That's, it's kind of like, you know, what, what is an, I, what is a, uh, an aerobatic, um, organization want to gain? It wants to gain more people interested in aerobatics. That, that's, you know, at one, on one element, it's, it's obvious. Um, and that's the easy part. The, the hard part is how, right? It's, it's the, what is membership retention yeah. and, um, growing and growth. But the, the real, the real dynamic part of that is, is the how, you know, and I think everybody probably has a different viewpoint. We certainly have our own viewpoints. Um, and yeah. not that ours differ from each other. Um, it's just like, you know, we have a view uh, and an idea and a, and an opinion on how that should be done or, or what's missing. And, you know, and I, or, or, you know, maybe some people think nothing's missing and everything's great. We got to, you know, who knows? We got to get Jim, we got to get Jim Burke on next week. Cause I would love to get Jim on. I would, I would love to see what they're planning on doing for air venture so we could spread the good word. Um, you know, I think like a lot of these things, like, let me, let me ask you this. Cause like you own a small business. I own a small business. I work for a large company that, that has a huge advertising budget. I feel like, you know, marketing is a huge, huge part of, any company that wants to be um, customer facing or in the limelight, right? Like whether you are advertising to a customer or you are advertising to grow your organization, like where, where, you know, we're not customers, we're members. 
Um, so you want to grow your membership. It's, it's similar, right? You have to attract us. Um, you have to grab us. And then you have to retain us. Um, and I think one of the big things that the ISC does not do is, I mean, mass marketing. I mean, in, in a major way. I'm talking in a major way. Um, because I think, you know, we've talked about this with, with Justin. We've talked about it uh, with a few other people um, about, you know, like advertising and then that that stigma of like, obviously advertising for a contest, you don't want it to look like an air show, but then, but it, you know, I have a whole opinion on that. And we've talked about that before. Um, yeah. but you know, getting the, getting the ISC name out there and, and making it. So, you know, are we only advertising? I, are we only advertising to pilots, you know, cause that's a problem too. Well, that's, you know, how many, that's you know, the whole it, issue it, it has to be figured out. Yeah. I think that this is just my, my opinion. I think that when people, Join the I the the members now for for argument's sake that are in the IC and and judging or competing or volunteering. Um, I don't think that you need to spend any budget on us them um, to retain them. I think that you know at a rate of four to five we're 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 not going anywhere. Um, well, and it's not it's not the um you know the uh, the IAC stickers every year don't keep me renewing right but yeah i guess that that i guess i meant that a little more globally like marketing wise like you don't need to market to current iac members like you don't i don't need a mailer you know sport aerobatics is great i love that you know that's that should be a bigger kind of focus you know and maybe yeah maybe that that shifts a little bit to a little more um um how do i say this social media focused not in terms of making it digital but like let's let's get people that are posting on social media a little bit more involved in this in aerobatics because aerobatics transcends contests, right? You know, there's a lot of people that don't do contests that love aerobatics, but yeah, you're right. Like the retention, I, we don't need to be marketed to you for retention, but w- let me ask you this. I'll turn it around. If you had to pick something that was going to hinder or reduce the likelihood of you continuing to be a member, what would that be? Cause I know it's not marketing, but it, you know, is it, how, you know, how contests are supported. Is it how you feel your dollars are being used? Is it, um, you know, are you being heard right when you make a, a notice a, a, to, uh, or a change proposal, you know, for a rule change, are you being heard? You know, is it like those kinds of things? Like what are people, yeah. what are longtime members asking themselves, um, and saying, you know what, should I, should I rejoin? I think that the only thing that's really getting members to, to not join is when things are getting stagnant where it's repetitive um you know uh for argument's sake they're in sportsmen and they're not you know nothing's new the contests aren't fun meaning yeah. that there's not a lot going on and the, you know the, the sportsman sequence is getting boringer and boringer every year and you don't have the airplane to move up i think that's a that's a big cause what i what i really think is is and i've said this before is is if we can attack the the college and that 25 and under demographic, because if you can get them, they're going to advertise for you for free. They're going to post the shit all day online. And then it's just going to spread. Like it, hopefully it would spread maybe not like wildfire, but it should spread. And I think that if you structured the IAC and I wish it was the, like the U S aerobatic club or that's a whole other topic. But yeah, um, if you structured the IAC where you came up with um, not job roles, but, you know, volunteer things where it's basically like, you don't need a pilot's license. You don't need to be a pilot to join this club. You know, um, 
And this is what you could do. You could join a club for with an EA membership for, I forget, it's like 99 bucks altogether between the yeah. two. And you can go to any contest in the world. I mean, well, yeah, you can, but you can go to any contest around you. You can volunteer, you can become a judge. And like, if we had these like um, outlines of, of what they could do, I think that it might, you know, grab a couple of people um, because it's just hard. Like I had a, like, like I said, every three weeks or so on average, somebody walks into my hangar and some kid walked into my hangar right before I went on vacation. And um, he was like, Hey, like I saw your hangar door opening your mind. I'm like, no, what's up? And he was, you know, flying gliders, you know, you know, a couple hangers down and everything. And I basically like just took his phone. I'm like, here, go on IAC. This is how you join. Like you don't need to to buy one of these these airplanes to to be a part of this club, and you know you're gonna meet great people, and you know if you want to get into it, here's a I showed him old schools and everything like that. So, um, you know, and he was a young kid, and I think that if we go after the younger kids, um, they'll tell because that's all they do is text these days. Like every kid you see has a phone and it's just texting or doing something, and it's just free advertising at that point, and you know it's just big build up your member base. Because I think that yeah. all of us aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And, you know, things like, you know, a simple IAC app to where, like, you could download and, and like, one click become a member kind of thing. Like, there, we should make it a little more. I don't know. I mean, like, for better or worse, you know, um, you know, I'm 39. I toe the line between Gen X and not quite millennial, but, like, you know, not not that far away from millennial. And so, like, I have millennialistic tendencies where I'm like, man, I just do like perfect example. Uh, I just went through car buying um, uh, extravaganza. So I ordered a car. I sold my car, um, sold my Civic, uh, bought a Lexus on Carvana nice. and then had it delivered. Didn't like it. Went and bought another car, another Lexus at a dealership that I found that I really liked and then returned the other the first Lexus. And it's just like, you know, to Carvana's credit, you know, it's an app. You go on there, you look at the car, it tells you what damage it is. And, uh, you know, and this is not to get on a Carvana rant or pros and cons, but, you know, the car showed up and basically had more damage than what was um, or more issues with the car than what was prescribed. Right. Uh, on the <laughs> description, which, yeah, was, dude, there was like dents that they didn't that they didn't disclose that one of the wheels was super curved. I was like, this is no way I'm not accepting this car. So I returned it, which is great because they have a seven day return policy. No questions asked. So buy a car nice. cash showed up, didn't like it, drove it to work a couple times, sent it on its way um, and then bought a new car. But um, when I bought it, the contract, and all that stuff was it was like DocuSign. It took me two seconds to that's crazy. Fill out all the contract work fast or uh, yeah. Fast forward um, to when I, I, I saw the car that I now have in my garage. And I'm actually sitting right right behind it. I'm, I'm petting it as I talk to it. Cause I, I do like her. I do like my new oh. baby. Um, <laughs> what'd you get? So, um, I got a Lexus IS 200 T turbo. <sighs> it's oh nice. Nice little car. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, I was kind of getting, you know, for those that know me, I had a, a, a Honda civic SI, which uh, had a bunch of stuff done to it. And it was like my, you know, it was a, it was a sedan, but you know, and it, it carried the kids around, but also like, I could do track events with it. I love, I love sporty cars and I love, you know, having fun with cars and, and whatnot, but it's kind of outgrowing having a lowered car. I'm like, you know, I just kind of want a sporty car, kind of classy, but really comfortable. And so That's like this checks all the boxes, dude, it's, it's super fun so far, but 
yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm going through the contract process. I'm like, okay, DocuSign, 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 DocuSign. Great. Like five minutes to buy that car. I go into into the dealership to buy this car. Can you imagine if the IAC had an Apple pay button? Like you can go on your phone and just double click. That's exactly what I'm saying. Boom. That's dude. That's exactly what I'm saying. So like, I'm going to put that in my campaign, by the way. So I, I go into this dealership. This isn't about buying. I know this isn't a buying car podcast, but I uh, I go into the dealership. I I had already cut them a deposit, so they already knew I was having I was buying the car. I was coming in to just write a check. Literally, I'm I'm buying the car out cash, so not financing. I don't have to sit down. I don't have to get pre-approved. You know nothing. It took me two hours to get done. What? And I'm like, why, dude? Here's the check. Take take the little piece of paper that says the amount. Deposit my money. Yeah, take the money. And give me my car keys. And it t- it took forever, dude. And I'm like, you know what? Mo- no wonder millennials are doing Carvana, like, and and other things where you just buy a car online and it, it gets dropped off at your house. Because like, not that I don't have time for that, but like, I, dude, I don't want to spend two hours at a dealership. And I, and all I was thinking was like, if people are financing cars, you're gonna be there four hours. That's half yeah. the day just to buy a car. Like, I bought my house, which was I'm not gonna say how much my house was because that would be like really like snobby and shitty, but like it's an expensive house. You can imagine it's California Bay area guys, but I, yeah. I dude, I did not sign. I did not physically sign a document. Everything was DocuSign. I got emailed, signed it. Then I get another thing emailed. So my long story short point is we need to make the process for sign up to the IAC um, way. Not that it's hard, but it's like make it an app and have an Apple pay like one click, done. you know, done. Oh, you want a membership? Click add to cart. Done. You get a login. Um, you can, you know. Not even. You can just use a QR code. Just use a QR code. Do these flow codes now? QR codes are great. You just you hold your phone up to it. Takes you to the page. Like, those should be up. Uh, if they're not everywhere, those should be on. And I'm not saying this to, like, shit on the IAC, no pun intended. But, but flow codes to become an IAC member should be on every outhouse door. Every... You know, aerobatic airplane should have a flow code where you can just hold your phone up, scan the QR code, and it takes you right to the member page. Sign up. And can it shouldn't I make, be. Don't make I it make a long a QR page. Code? I don't know. But we I'm should talk to Jim Burke. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they're on this. You know, Jim is so uh, smart and savvy with this kind of stuff. Um, I, I have no I doubt. I feel like we, we got to talk to Jim. I want an update. What's going on lately? Let's let's do this. When we get off the, the podcast night, busy. like let's, with let's shoot him a text. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I I know he's super busy, but I'm sure. Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll refuse to come on. I, I hope he doesn't, because I I would love to talk to him. Like he'd be a great person to have on the podcast, and it'd be great to have him so people can hear from the horse's mouth, so to speak, on like you know what's going on and what's he what he's been doing behind the scenes. Because you know I'm always curious about that kind of stuff. I'm just like you know that curious George type. I'm like I want to know what you're doing, not from a. Yeah. I don't think you're doing anything standpoint, but you know, I'm just kind of curious. Like I like, I like to know how the sausage gets made. Um, it's a really yeah, good idea with the QR code. You're gosh, you're a genius. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you it, those should be up everywhere. So when you're, when you're going to the bathroom at Oshkosh and you're like, you know, I've been on the fence about becoming an IAC member. Here's the QR code. And you know what? This QR code gets me, you know, an Oshkosh special at 25% off my first year. If I pay for two, I don't know, like recoup the cost guys. Like, Sign up for a two-year, make them sign up for a two-year, but give them 50% off the first year. I don't know. Grab them and get them there for two years. And then, then you'll probably keep them. I don't know. I mean, 
Jim knows the retention rates. You know, they, that's a number. That's a metric that's easily tracked. You know, this organization, the EAA, the IAC, I promise you, AOPA, they know their member retention rates. So I'm have, yeah. I have no doubt that once you get them, you're you're more than likely going to keep them. Um, I got to take a look so, yeah. somewhere because I remember they had the uh, I think Jim sent it out. It was it showed how many new members were signed up at Oshkosh. I forget the number, but before I speak on that, I got to let me find a number out. We can talk about that next podcast. Didn't we because, talk? Did Rob say something about that on the podcast? I feel like I remember hearing that. I think he did. I just I, I'd rather get an exact number on it instead of speaking out my ass. And yeah. um, because how many people go to Oshkosh between the week? Oh my gosh. And is it a, is it a million? I don't know. I tell you what, if it's not a million or if it hasn't been a million, it's going to be a million this year. Air shows that are, that are going on full hitch are seeing record numbers. This is the year. This is the year. Like if anybody was going to spend real money and the IAC, you know, I don't know the finance side of the IAC. I've heard that the IAC is very comfortable. That's all I'll say. So if they're if they are yeah. indeed very comfortable financially, Dude, it's gonna be. This is the year to spend some real money. I mean, I'm, and I'm talking real money, like serious advertising dollars or or campaign dollars to 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 have. I mean, there should be a QR code all throughout. Um, you know, these air shows, every air show, every air show should have an IAC QR code that you can scan and become a member. Because you know what? You know what I would, would have I done as Jim a student Birch pilot? Should fly, he should fly in Air Venture. He should. Dude, how cool. You're pre- the president of our club flying in Air Venture. He's, he's a good stick, obviously. You know, um, super accomplished. And, oh, Jim's awesome. Um, he, he absolutely should. And it should be, he yeah. should be performing. You know, the IAC should support him performing. You know, what I mean is, is like financially, or, you know, uh, as a sponsor. You know, he's the president. But I the think IAC he would should do sponsor cool. that. I'm sure he would do Dude, it. I, I think he would even, yeah, he would just do it and like just letter that thing up with IAC. And if you can get that, yeah. you know, in front of everybody's like, Hey, we talked about this. I mean, this is a little, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But yeah, you know what yeah. I was going to say before is with, uh, when we spoke to Rob, you know, Bobby Holly, part of the, uh, <laughs> part of the, uh, the, are we, are we make, we should make a five families. You know, um, you know, because, you know, Goulian is like the boss of the boss. He's the boss of all bosses. So he's like he's not even he's in his own league. And then we got Bobby Holly. I think I think Goody deserves a family. Um, Who else? I mean, we need some West Coast press. Kirby. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Maybe a little AJ Wilder. Wilder. I like action. that too. I like that too. Yeah. Oh, I was going to read off. Let me, Um, I got to get back to the IFC um, website again because I just closed it. Um, I oh, want to read let, off. Let me just close off on Air Venture. So, because um, I wanted to see what you thought on them doing two air shows at once. Yeah. Um, hearing Rob talk about it probably jades my answer a little bit and I'm going to have to side with him. Like it, it seems like I can't it's not imagine a good idea. Yeah, I just that distraction, you know, like for how do I say this in a uh, in a way that doesn't sound like I'm 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 coming I'm going I'm, I'm 
putting somebody down. Um, a, we've talked about this on the show. You know how there's there's a there's a hierarchy, right, to aircraft uh, to aerobatic performers in in the air show circuit. We all know it. We know who they are. Um, but you know, a a person that that maybe doesn't have such a high energy down down low routine may be lesser affected than somebody like a Rob Holland who who you know his takeoff. If, if he's still doing the same routine for 2021, you know that that like half roll on takeoff and then and then push like yeah. that's pretty low to the ground you know what i mean and um for him to just have a blurp out of the corner of his eye even if he knows hey there's a box over there i i'm fully capable of flying with with another box a parallel box or a, you know whatever it, that level of distra- i worry about that level of distraction now obviously aerobatic pilots have to worry about birds and um you know, I know aircraft launch while people are performing. And so there, there is a little bit of dynamics um, mixed into this, but I do worry about mm-hmm. that for somebody that, that is really taking a lot of energy down low, which is a lot of the high level, high energy performers that we see. I, I worry about that. I do yeah, I worry I, about that. I, that, that, dis- that level of distraction is kind of concerning. Like it, to me, like when you think about it, is anybody right now, going to Oshkosh specifically because there's going to be two air shows. Like if they, if Oshkosh yeah. decided, like if they were going to be like, sorry, everybody, we're canceling doing two air shows at once. We're going to only do one. Do you think anybody would even cancel? No. So then why are we, why are they doing it? It's a COVID thing. I, I understand no, I, the, um, yeah, but it's like, it impedes on safety. So like, no, I if, agree. If I, any, I, I would, yeah, I would limit what I would do is I would, what, what they don't want to do is limit, the amount of people because Oshkosh, you know, similar to like how uh, performers aren't paid, you know, that, that show really relies on, on numbers. You know, it's, that's yeah, a metrics driven show. It's not, that's not going to change the numbers. So it's like risk for a no, reward. No, no. What I mean is, is if they were only to do one box, they're worried of, they want people separated. And so the idea is if they have two boxes going simultaneously, they don't have to reduce the amount of people that enter the gate. And so if they had just one box, they would have to reduce the amount of people entering the gate. That's, mm-hmm. that's how I understand it. That's how no, I, that's, that's how I take this. No, I totally get the the mentality of, or sorry, the thought process of why they're doing it. But to me, and it's, and it's a cool idea from a, from a, um, from a viewing standpoint, I think it's, it's going to be pretty neat, but it it's, it's not, attract i don't think it's attracting any more than what they're going to have anyway like people are just excited to go to an air show anyway so like it's just an attraction it's 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 a thing to talk about you know and uh, i just think that you know what they were worried about because that again it's it's so metrics driven is that they were they were worried about having to limit the gate and and have you know have it be a down year obviously last year didn't happen and so if, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, if you, if you want to think about it, it's kind of like being publicly traded, you know, it's like you want to see a continuous growth model, right? You want to, this year should be a bang up year because last year didn't happen or, or really sucked um, for most air shows, most um, venues canceled, right? And so if, if this year was only half uh, because you felt like you had to limit the amount of people due to spacing, you know, you're already you're you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot by it. And I'm not I don't want to get political about the the spacing and COVID. You know, I'm I'm ha- anybody that wants to do COVID uh, precautions. Hey, I'm two thumbs up. I don't care. I don't want to get sick. Um, but yeah. when you do that, 
um, and you are essentially, I mean, it's, it would, I don't know if it would be half, but let's say Oshkosh is like, Hey, uh, we're going to have to limit the show by half of normal attendance. How do we do that? Um, and then, you know, the board goes, goes through their, you know, their process. And it's like, well, why don't we have two simultaneous boxes and split the crowd? Yeah. Um, that I just see that as a way of them being able to get as many people packed into that place as possible and separated, which makes sense from a um, financial standpoint. They want to recoup their losses, right? So, um, I get I get that whole thing, but yeah, you're right. I, I don't know that it. There's not much consideration for the performers there, I don't think, and I'm sure they will do it. You know, Goulian knows. You know, he'd be great to have on because I'm sure he was instrumental. Um and had some part of the discussions on this, I would think at least he would. Um, let me ask you a question. This is going to come into mind right now because yeah. we, we had that talk about how with air venture, all the perform, most of the performers, especially back in the, in, in, in the early days, you know, were a part of the IAC. Um, do you think that when they fly an air show at air venture, you know how they do like the, um, they, you know, direct to cockpit, whatever you want to talk about, where the pilot talks to the crowd and everything. Do you think that, yeah. um, obviously I know it's a business for, for these airstroke performers and space on the airplane is money and time is money. And what you talk about, you got to touch upon your sponsors. I get that. But do you yeah. think that the people that the IC has helped or just, you know, whether you like the IC or not, the IC is here and, and people used it and, you know, most of the air show guys, I've done really well within the IC and it gave them, gave them the structure to, you know, to be safe and, and, you know, good air show pilots at this point, I think. So do you yeah. think that, you know, they should maybe do like a 10 or 15 minute, like, Hey, you know, I don't know. Um, go over to the IC pavilion. That's where I got my start. If you want to do this and they'll sign you up and it's, you know, 89 or $99 for the whole year and, you know, join the IC. Do you think that like they should do that? I don't think it's a bad idea. Like, do you think Don Goulian should do that? Not a bad idea. Um, it's not a bad idea. I it's mean, a tough. It's tough because, like, Mike. I mean, well, Don G is like he he's so professional, and I know it's limited time, and and you're getting paid from these other people, these sponsors, and I get it. But do you think like other acts that maybe don't have as many sponsors or? you know, whatever it should, should be broadcasting that, you know, the IC is, is where they got their start and the IC is here or, you know, even if, if they did get their start in the IC, I'm just, you know, hypothetical here. Um, because I never hear any air show perform. I've never heard an air show performer talk about the ISA to the crowd. I haven't either. Um, yeah, and I haven't like, either. I, you know, you know, everybody's got a qualm with the IC. Like I hate boundary judges, but I'm just, it's not that I, I don't hate, it's just, it's, it's my opinion. It doesn't, it's one, it's one per I'm one person and I'm just talking about what I hated on, but I do love the organization and what they give you. And, you know, when yeah. you go to a contest, you pay a hundred something bucks, or if you go to nationals, you pay, you know, a few hundred bucks and you get like all these volunteers, you get all this structure and you get to fly in a box. You don't have to worry about getting a weight. You like, they do so much. They really yeah. do. And like, um, you know, most of these airshow guys flew IAC and, and got to experience that for very little cost. And, you know, it's almost like, it's not, OTDIC for the new, but it's, it's more principle. Like, I think it's the right thing to do. Well, it's interesting, you know, um, you know, you're approaching it from like almost like a paying homage standpoint, which I don't, I don't disagree with. I'm, I'm merely illustrating, um, or uh, maybe coming up with a, a devil's advocate 
but that's kind of the wrong, that might be a little strong too. You know, when these, the, the IAC, you know, these up and cut or, you know, people that, that rose through the IAC ranks um, and that are now, you know, world-class airshow pilots. I don't know that they would thank the IAC for where they're at. And I'm not saying that they should. I'm almost, I almost, it's almost like, okay, well, that's a thing that they did. And now they're doing this and it's not like a sponsor. It's not something that, you know, they didn't, they weren't carried by the IAC or funded or, or supported in the IAC other than, you know, the background stuff that their membership dues pay for. So maybe they look at it as like a, yeah, I, I competed, you know, and that's kind of what you hear, right? Like, oh yeah, I was national champion or, um, you know, yeah, I competed and, and now I, I do air shows or, or whatever it is. Never like, yeah, like I, I got, you know, got my start, you know, at, at a young age, you know, through the IAC and competed for years and years and years until I was good enough to do air shows. And you don't kind of hear that story. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's just more of like approaching it from the position of the IAC was the body in which I paid membership dues to. Uh, because that was the body that governed competition. Yeah. Well, you're you're and, looking. And at that's kind of like, where it starts. Or this where it stops. You know, air show person was like, "Well, I paid for it. I they got money. I got a return, and that was the end of the deal." And like, that's one way to yeah. look at it. And I, I see where well, you're it's, going. It's with a very it. um, well, it's a it's an um, it's a very um. There's no there's no emotion. In that opinion, right? It's very matter of fact. It's I paid my dues. I competed. Now I don't compete. Maybe I, maybe I still am a member and maybe I'm not. Um, which I think most of them are still just, they, they are just members, whether they do anything affiliated with the IAC or not, most of them are still members. So that does go to your point of like, obviously they care. And obviously they do recognize subconsciously, um, that the IAC was an integral part of their ability to fly the way they fly. Um, but I, I, I think it's more of like a, it doesn't feel more like a, a helping hand so much as it is a, a governing body that allowed them to do contests. That's just my opinion. I, that, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of like playing the role of thinking about why somebody wouldn't kind of pay homage to the IAC. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what I come up with. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm not and- saying it's right. I'm not saying, it, I'm not saying it's, it's, that's really why it's just more of me, you know, just kind of thinking out loud. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, like it's the Ferdy's airstrike. It's a business. I mean, nobody for the most part, I think a good portion of these guys, you know, well, a small portion of these guys are, are doing air shows because they, they just, they have the money from whatever previous career and, and this is what their passion is and they're doing it. But for most of the air show guys, you know, it's a business and, you yeah. know, for you to, you know, bring your airplane to an air show and give free advertising for an organization that quote unquote you paid for uh, usage of um, doesn't really make sense from a business standpoint. I get that. And, um, but you know, you, you got to look at it from a standpoint that if, if people aren't volunteering their time, like they did for you when you were at a, not you, I'm sorry, quote unquote, you, this yeah. air show guy at a contest, there's a ton of volunteers, you know, taking time away from their, either family, their work, their personal, whatever you want to call it. They were volunteering, running yeah. score sheets, um, recording, assisting, fucking boundary judging. <laughs> your favorite, or, or your whatever. favorite. There was plenty of volunteers. So, you know, 
do you, you kind of look at it? Maybe you should volunteer some of your time and like, you know, cause you, vol- you went to that flying, you volunteered your time and you gave away some lift product and, um, we didn't talk about that know, yet, did we? No, but like everybody's doing it. And the air show scene is just a different, different, it's uh, all business sector. Yeah. And like, yeah. I think that yeah. people got to look at the long, the big picture here and you know, the ICs, I think it's, listen, it's a great, or I'm, I'm really, I love talking about it, you know, good, bad, whatever. And I love that. Hey, it's the core focus of our podcast, right? I mean, it really is. You know, you're, you're a, you're a real married part to the IAC. I mean, I'm just a member, but you're a team member. I mean, um, make no mistake. If people think that we're poo pooing the IAC, you know, I think, I think for anybody to just blindly, um, go along with an organization. I and think to me is silly. Say, most of the stuff we say is, is, is us just repeating what we've heard to be honest with everybody. Well, and also <laughs> yeah. a lot of it is opinion based on like how we feel about something. Like, and that's okay. Yeah. Like that's again, we're, we're one of, you know, however many members, what is it? Five, 5,800 members of the IAC or whatever it is right now. Um, yeah. we're, we're just one of many that, and everybody has their own opinion. That's the problem with an organization, right? Like I'm sure Jim gets the stupidest emails and suggestions about how to make the IAC better and, and how many it's funny. And it, it's kind of gotten into lexicon a little bit about snow cone machines. You know, I hear all the time, like, Hey dude, you're going to go to uh, somebody texted me like, you know, go to Brago or even Rob Holland is like, dude, you know, snow cones will be there. Or, you know, <laughs> how about you know, we, we'll get a snow cone machine. You know, I hear that all the time, which is hilarious, you know? Um, dude, but I'm sure people get- really come up with ridiculous things to suggest about talk- how to make the IAC better. Did we talk on the podcast what my plan was with you with doing that thing and not running a contest, but getting the thing? Yes. Did you, we talk it wasn't on the podcast? It no. Okay, I so we should, we should take it. I'm pretty sure. It's been a rough, it's been a long week, but I'm pretty yeah. sure we didn't talk about that on the podcast. I'm pretty sure that was on the phone before you left. But man, was it on the podcast? Should we just tell was it, it last I mean, week's? We, we kind of owe it to them. Nah, that's it's let's table it. Nah, it's, table it's, it. That, it's kind of a rough topic. Uh, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> it's so be worth before it we <laughs> before we move away from IAC stuff, um, I want to uh, I'm going to go back to the website here. Um, I want to just yes. uh, let everybody know what what the um, the election uh, who who's up for election um, and running for these uh, positions because again, hopping back to volunteerism, this is all volunteer guys. You know, if you, in case you didn't know, I'm sure everybody does know. Um, the only person these are volunteer I positions. don't know on the director positions, AJ Heffel. So I could speak on pretty much everybody else on their pros. I'm, I won't say any cons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the candidate, uh, the candidates running. No, that, yeah, I, I'm, and I know, I know of most people on here. I don't know AJ. Um, I don't know Bruce. Um, but so everybody Bruce, else I, I know of, um, Bruce, um, here, uh, let me run through, hold on. Let me run through the candidate profiles and let's, we'll talk about, cause the, the direct, he's a, uh, running for director and, um, there's a few of them, but we got, um, Justin Hickson and Rob Holland for vice president, uh, running. That's going to be a great, um, a great, great race to see who gets that great race. Can't go wrong either with either one of those, um, running unopposed for treasurer is Jordan Ashley. Um, I don't know. Actually, I'm not familiar uh, with Jordan. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Um, directors. This is kind of where, uh, there's several, um, 
seats open for this, but um, this is where the really where the key bat. These is where the key battleground states are right here. <laughs> the, the swing states right here. <laughs> the swing states. Uh, right here. You got Bruce below, uh, AJ Haffel, Haffel, uh, Dagmar Kress, Brittany Lincoln, John Osmeyer. You got your very own Jeffrey Petroselli, your here. fly cool shit co-host gentleman and a scholar jeffrey petroselli and then you got um peggy reenier so i know reenier yeah um i know pretty much everybody uh, of everybody and i know some personally like a huge shout out to brit love brit love dagmar love you of course love john so many good people so um peggy uh i hear really good things about peggy i of the people i know on that list i probably uh know the least of Peggy, but of her amazing things. And I know, uh, or I'm pretty sure her husband's also involved in the IAC. Um, if I remember correctly. Um, I don't know in what, what uh, facet or whatever, but um, he's a great guy though. Um, Jerry, Jerry, uh, Jerry, Reining, Reininger. I think that's yeah. Right. Really cool dude. Though. Yeah. Really nice guy. So really, uh, um, you know, take a moment to vote guys. I, I hear a lot of people talking about it, which is awesome. Um, and the uh, voting closes have, July 27th. Do you have, um, Brits bring up Brits bio? Yeah. What is she? What is, she, what is her? I, I hate even saying this out loud. Cause, um, um, what is her like platform she's running on? Well, let's see. You want me to, how about I just read it? All right, cool. Hello, I'm Brittany Lincoln. In addition to being an, an active IAC competitor, I currently serve as the IAC Chapter 38 Northern California president. So she's my Mr. President. Shout out to Britt. Madame, um, Madame President. Madame. Madame President. Uh, I'm Madame also the IAC president. Achievement Awards. <laughs> Madame President. Um, I am also the IAC Achievement Awards co-chair. I'm excited about the opportunity to serve, as, uh, serve the IAC in a greater capacity. I have experience in leadership positions from my professional background, as well as contributing in volunteer roles. Professionally, I've worked in various financial services uh, business for 15 years, including as the head of financial compliance and risk management for a global asset leasing company. Throughout my professional career, I've led various large teams requiring me to remain objective, collaborate, and lead a team to outcomes which were the best for the organization as a whole. I'm a fourth generation pilot, the first female pilot in my family. Aviation was always a part of my life. I have recently made a career change and I have been fortunate enough to be able to make my hobby my profession. I've become a very I have become very involved not only with the IAC but in general aviation community. I serve the Recreational Aviation Foundation, RAF, as the social media coordinator, and I'm a speaker instructor for the AOPA Air Safety Institute seminars. I consider myself an AIC lifer, IAC lifer, and want to work to help boost membership and increase awareness of and participation in the sport. In addition to my willingness to put in the time and effort required to be an effective member of the IAC board, I believe I would bring energy and enthusiasm to the sport and our organization. That's it. And uh, I fully agree with her. She is so energetic, so positive, so um, determined and has, I mean, she's a, she, she's got the drive, man. Brittany's Brittany's the shit, dude. I love Brit. Um, yeah. You know, she's great. So, yeah, you know, um, obviously high, she's she's new to the sport in terms of uh, how long she's been competing. She's obviously been rising the ranks and, and doing really well and, um, you know, volunteering a lot. She, Man, she's great. 
she's great. There's just so many yeah. great people on here, you know, and, and luckily you can pick through a few. Um, you don't have to pick one because um, all you guys are just I mean, this is a it's a hell of a race. It is. And I love Brit, but the only issue I have with like and. I hate even saying no, this, I know she like, flies just, an MX. I get it. No, I, it's, I, she flies an MX and I, I yeah. just I can't I can't stand her. Um, yeah. No, she's see, like I would vote for her because I think she's going to, you know, target that female group. And I think she's very approachable and um, very approachable. Very nice. Super fresh too. like And I don't mean super fresh. I mean, like, like very I, I'm I can't stress enough how much I love like new blood in in an organization it's kind of been like I the same thing that i the only thing not that i don't like the only thing i want to know from her is she writes here i consider myself an iac lifer which is awesome and yeah. want to work to help boost membership and increase awareness so that's a great that's a great line but how right well how and are that, you gonna do it that's exactly what i was saying in the beginning of the podcast I, there's no doubt in my mind that everybody's top priority is to grow the organization and that's it's kind of like uh you know, running for president, it's like, oh, I'm going to lower crime and, and, and increase jobs and, or, you know, whatever, like the, the topic of the day is right for whatever side you're on. It's, you know, you kind of hear this stuff over and over and over and over again. So then I'll read it never really term. gets done. You yeah. Know? So here's, um, Johnny, John Osmeyers, who's, who I happen to really like, um, his bio, but yeah. he writes as a board member, my goal will be to help the IAC message get out to, the larger pilot community and make sure the grassroots pilots message gets heard. So right there, I'm like, well, how? So then he writes, right. Be that by helping flight instructors find access to help upset recovery and spin training, helping the Sunday afternoon pilot that just wants to do a few. So like it goes on, but it's specific. And like, I can, I can get on board with that. Cause it's like, okay, you're not just talking out your ass. Like I want bigger membership. Well, how? how, like how, what do you, what do you want to bring to the table or what do you want to try to get the board to approve? Or what do you want to, what do you, even if it's something so ridiculous, like yeah. fucking Hawaiian shaved ice machines, at least it's specific. And it's like, okay, well I like Hawaiian shaved ice, so I'm going to vote for you or whatever. But yeah. I think it just needs to be specific or, or not, not necessarily that. I think that the board or the IC has to establish what, what the, what the, the things that need fixed. Cause there's, we can go on and on about the the great things about the IC. You know, we were just talking about showing up to a contest and paying a small fee, getting yeah. you know, it's it's amazing, and it's it doesn't just because we're talking about some negatives here doesn't mean that that's all we think the IC is. Um, but no. the IC needs to establish like what the big problems are, so that people that are running for the board, if they're running for the board, they know exactly what they are instead of guessing. Like I'm guessing that there is a membership problem. Most likely there is, um, judging by the numbers. So. And my approach is to, like we keep talking about, is is to approach that younger demographic and let them know you yeah. don't have to be a pilot or have an airplane or fly in a box to to be part of the sport. That's my well, theory. And make make no mistake, whether the whether anybody would call it a membership problem or not, growing would be a universal yes. Let's do it. Whether whether the the whether the um, the, the number of members now is a problem for the IC or not, I don't know. But obviously, they'd rather have ten thousand than than whatever it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So th- I think it's it's almost like that. Yeah. No shit. Okay. Oh, you. Oh, okay. You're gonna grow. You're gonna get more members. Okay. E- everybody wants more. You know, this is an organization. You know, if anybody's ever not renewed their AOPA or canceled their AOPA, knows how many freaking letters you get to renew. Don't forget. Oh, you you let it lapse. Here's a here's a fucking hat. 
Don't forget to renew. <laughs> you know, that's how that's how concerned they are about their membership retention and keeping those numbers up and growing as a as an alphabet group. So obviously the IAC wants as many members as possible. Um, I, I'm sure they want participation, but no doubt, you know, from a from a, a purely business standpoint, if they could get 25,000 people that just simply paid a membership and didn't didn't request anything of the organization, more power. That's best, almost best case scenario, right? Yeah. It's like how, how many pay how many people pay for AOPA legal and have never used it, or the medical insurance, you know, like things like these add-ons. Or I mean, I've never directly used any benefit that the AOPA um, affords me for my membership dues, you know, yeah. but it's like that intangible stuff, right? When they go to Capitol Hill to talk about something or to advocate for something, you know, that's where my dues go. And so I think, you know, the IAC, like the, the IAC is really no different. It's an, or, it's an alphabet organization that, that survives on membership dues. So if we can get people just to support, Hey, a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks a year. If you're somebody who donates, and we we try to donate quite a bit to different organizations. Your membership that's nothing, dude. Do you want to hear what it's these nothing. millennials are paying for? Do you want to hear what they pay for? So yeah, we um, seven dollar coffee lattes. We, outside of that, so we brought in a vendor who makes these cookies, and I got to admit they're freaking. They're so I would probably pay them. What I'm going to tell you. So there, it's a big. <laughs> it, all it is is a fucking cookie, and like they got some stuffing in it. So like they'll take like chocolate chip cookie dough and put like a, a piece of rainbow cookie inside of it. And it's called like a cookie bomb or some bullshit, dude. We get them for, I think a little under three bucks. So we sell them for five. So we charge $5 for a cookie. We we've been selling out of them since we opened the other store. We, so these kids will be like, I'll take four. They'll bite for 20. They'll, they'll drop 20 something bucks on four freaking cookies. Will you please send so, me one of these cookies? No, I'll I buy can't. One. I'm not. You, I'll you're gonna, you're gonna pay. You are going to pay. No, oh, I, I I'm not asking for free. I want one. I'll Venmo you money right now. Yeah, I want I'll one of these cookies. No, nah, I got, I got. It. But like, that's what, dude. They don't even. They wouldn't think twice about spending money on an IFC membership if if you can present it, um, in a way that. See, the problem is that like, that generate. They're very, I, believe it or not, they're very smart and very analytical, um, subconsciously, whatever you want to call it. Maybe they but, just have to know where they they have. They don't have time for this, like, or like the intangible stuff, like, okay, I'm going to pay you. Where does my money go? Oh, well, you know, like it, it like helps the organization and like, you know, it affords us things and such. No, no, no. What is it? What am I? Am, what do I get? What am I actually? Yeah. And it's not even like, what do I get in terms of swag? But like, I want to see that my money is actually going to something worthwhile. Now, worthwhile is a subjective term. And obviously, People donate to like starving children and 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 homeless shelters and uh, yeah. disaster relief and all that stuff where like you feel like you're doing good. Now, membership dues to the IAC that may not make you get, get the warm and fuzzies that you're. Oh, I'm doing this great thing. Um, it's it's this is obviously a it's a rich person's game and it's it's crazy and a lot of hard work and dedication and money has to go into these aerobatic uh, competition you know competitors and and the lifestyle and all that stuff, but if they can see that their money is, is doing something, I think, I think a lot of people would sign up that have no desire to ever do anything beyond getting, uh, you know, the magazine a couple yeah. of times a year. Yeah. Cause I think we all belong to places where we're just like, you know, I'm, 
whatever. And I, as a student, honestly, at an air show, if I saw, if I had a hundred bucks to burn in a hole in my pocket, and I was at an air show, and I'd, yeah, I'd sign or up. I was a private, po- I would, dude, I would, I would, I would scan that QR code and sign up in a heartbeat. Because I'd or be even proud like, to put the sticker on my car and, and like, yeah, dude, all dude, those air show kids, dude. Even for like, think about it. Like usually, like, say the average person spends like you know hundred ish dollars on their kid's birthday. You know, they'll get them like a yeah. remote show car or something. So like if your kid's into aviation, get him like some like $12 airplane toy from Walmart and an IAC membership where every, well now it's every other month, but every other month, the kid's getting a cool magazine. He gets the weight. Dude, remember when you were 12 or whatever age and you get mail, it was like the coolest yeah. thing ever. It's Christmas. Like, oh dude. It's like, uh, it's sick. So like every other month, your kid's going to get a mag. It's like the jelly of the month club. Yeah. And like, maybe that's a good avenue to go by. Like get all these like really young, young kids who, you know, my, my son loves airplanes, um, you know, for obvious reasons, but like I, we had like a party for him for his birthday, went to some trampoline place, whatever. But I, they were like talking about airplanes. Like all the kids like, Oh, like this, you know, he was showing them some of his toys and it was awesome. And like, you know, get that kid a, get the kid a membership, get a, get the magazine delivered. Yeah. I should sign up my son. I'm such a hypocrite. I'll do that tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow night. Yeah, dude. You should sign up that's your not kids. Not a, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad you know, idea. We should let's sign up our kids together and post about it and then be let's do one of those things on Facebook with dads where like you call them out. What's that thing? You remember when it was like that challenge thing where it's like the water it's like a waterboarding yeah. challenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it like call, a viral kind of thing. What should we call it? Like the kid membership challenge? <laughs> I was trying to think of something like kind of sinister, like sign your kids up for a credit card challenge kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Kid um, trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> Child endangerment <laughs> challenge. Hashtag IAC, IAC taken. <laughs> I, hashtag the IAC wants your kids. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag IAC has candy. <laughs> <laughs> Hop in the va- There's a, a white van with candy. Oh, dude, if anybody's listening who does some photoshopping for us, if you can photoshop a van with the ISC logo and some creep with candy inside, <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> Wearing a lift helmet. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, we should start that. We should definitely start I love it. it. Yeah, dude, I, mean, I mean, it's... It- look at... So I just down. I got an... I'm such a sucker. I got an ad for DraftKings. And you know about DraftKings, right? Yeah, yeah. The online booking site, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I downloaded it and I bet on the uh, the NBA Finals game tonight for fifteen bucks. I'm doing horrible, but like, can we get it was the, easy. Can we get them to it took uh, me five minutes to to do this shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you can make it quick and easy, people will yeah. do it. Fucking no, and like, like and, and like, place. I I love like this. This is gonna sound super weird, but I love like phone like notifications. You know, like a, a like one of the big selling points on this car is like there's an app, so I can remote start lock, unlock, and look at the status of my car from my phone app. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. So like if the IAC app, you know, it's like, oh, hey, uh, you know, Nationals is a month away. Like, don't forget to like book your tickets or uh, if you want to donate, go here. And like a notification pops up and you can just click, click that. Or, you know, every time a contest is coming, you know, you get a notification. Are you um, going to pop? Are you going to pop out the Nationals this year? Or is your work schedule kind of fucked up now? So it is kind of fucked up, and I do want to get into that because um, uh, there's some fun stuff to talk about there. But um, I don't. The qu- real question is, I don't know. 
I don't know what my schedule is going to look like and what I can hold off uh, days off yet. So we'll see. Oh man, I'm next just year reading... I'll, I'll have a better idea of what I can book. book <clears throat> I'm or just what reading I can uh, Dagmar's bio, and gosh. dude, I was going to read just, that off just, when, you you when, when you're talking. Yeah. Close, close with goddamn. Can you yeah. read that? Or you want me to? Me, uh, let's see. I closed it. Let me see if I can pull I'll it back it up. together. I'll read it. I got it up. Yeah, read it she, up. If, if you got it pulled up. Amongst all the other amazing things that she's done, she's like, she's she, so accomplished, dude. If ultimate president and vice president would be Goody and Dagmar, or Dagmar oh my gosh, it would be great. Take me home and lose me forever. Um, <laughs> she closed with quote unquote. We cannot always, and this is like where I'm, where where I agree. This is kind of where I'm standing with things. Quote: We cannot always build the future for our youth. But we can build our youth for the future. FDR. Gosh, goddamn Dagmar. Dagmar. Jeez. Just laying down the gauntlet. Just, yeah, just putting it out and there. She's, no, she's and, like and, a, and her, she's a female version of FDR. Are great. She fucking speaks soft, big stick. Right? That was FDR, right? Walks off, carry big that, stick. Oh, that sounds where's about that right. T, where's that Teddy? That might have been Teddy. I don't remember. I'm so bad with history. I, gotta be I know. Not my, not my strongest, though. Same. Um, same. But yeah, she she's amazing. I mean, I, I read her bio. Um, you know, I was looking at John's and looking at hers, and you know, she's somebody that just has always given back. You know, that's that's a real example of you know um the I the IAC should cherish somebody like Dagmar, you know. Uh, there's only a yeah. few of those. I mean, there's only one Dagmar, but uh, only a few people like that. And that's one of the crazy things, you know. I was thinking about this when you were talking about um these these performers kind of you didn't say paying homage. I'll say paying homage, but like some sort of like recognition to the IAC, right. For, um, being the organization that allowed them to do what they do so they can do what they do now. Um, but then I was thinking about like, you know, people like Goody or like Foster, um, who, you know, are like high level and in it. And then all it's a, it's a weird thing, right? Like you can just disappear. And then all of a sudden you're nobody, you know what I mean? And then you can come back and you're something like we've, you and I have, have been paying attention to Goody, right? But like people that are just yeah. coming into the ISC have no idea who Goody Thomas is. And that's crazy. How that's crazy is that? It's fucked, up. fucked up. Yeah. Um, and it's I like think, somebody can be amazing and then just like go away, not die, but go. It's almost like if you die, it's better. They remember you if you die. Yeah. But if you just like, if you're just like, I'm out, I'm done. All that work, all that volunteer, all that money, all that time is you're, and it's like, now you're poof into the ether. That that part's kind of weird, and I'm not saying that there's a way to fix it, or I'm not saying it's like wrong. Well, that's with everything. I mean, look weird. at look at yeah. look at Craig look at Craig Gifford. Craig Gifford beat Rob in the known in 2018. He flew yeah flew lights out. Nobody knows yeah. Craig Gifford right now because he hasn't been. He had, you know whether it was work, he had to. Tragedy happened with his really good friend, and yeah. you know me personally, I'm begging for the guy to come. Not, to, I don't know him, I'm not friends with him, but you know, I'm like hoping he comes back because he's an incredible pilot. So, like, I'm hearing. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think there's any way to fix that. Um, no, but it's just it's just a uh, it's a um, what, what do you say? I mean, well, if the membership is, of- you know, let's say like Fantasyland, and it's not even big big numbers, but if the membership was like fifty thousand people, um it'd be completely different. I think it goes back to membership of, of why you're feeling that way. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. But with nationals and everything, um, what are you doing? Because there's, uh, there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on. I'm, I'm As far as what I have planned for nationals, I've got a whole lot of nothing. Um, I'm going to really try to focus on going next year like everybody else. Right. But yeah. um, I just don't know because I just I just um, literally today finished my last um, bit of recall to go back to flying. So, so we need to do, you know, what we need to do because I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out there because I got a couple things I'll tell you off air. But um, so we should do video, right? Hear me out. And okay. you and I should set up some some green screen. So it looks like remember when Spencer Suderman did the news thing? Yeah, we should set that up and we should get a field reporter. We should have open tryouts. You know, let's okay. make like let's have people submit to us um, or s- submit resumes or something to us and apply to be the field reporter, the FCS field reporter at nationals. And we'll do daily. I love it. Dude. I love it. Right. I think that's amazing. Good idea. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. They're not going to do, um, live video. I think it's, it's hard to do ground. They should, man. They should. It's tough because it's, it's the same shit over and over again. And unless you have somebody commentating like the, the Mexican, you know, announcer as excited that that guy gets when there's a goal. Goal! But I think it, I think it'd be funny if, um, when you get out of bounds calls out (laughs) fucking boundaries. Um, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, we got to figure out the way to make it fun. Um, and the field report has got to be a cool dude. And basically he could just do, he's got to be a wacky guy. Who's, who's got to, you know, have fun with it. And then we'll Alon. just, we'll be the, um, yeah. Alon will be a good candidate. Who's like, yeah, yeah but Alon's fly, he's flying advanced. He's got to, he's got to really, he's got to work hard. Concentrate. Well, I mean, yeah. like, look, if I, if, get a if my schedule works out, non-flying dude, volunteer. Yes. And it, well, like, are you going to go? Are you, can, could you go or do you want to go for a few days? I could go for two to three, but it wouldn't be, it, we need somebody throughout the week. Cause it's, you know, it could be bad weather one day and then plus right, you know, the right. flights are all different. I We need to get a non-flying volunteer. All right, let's work on it. Like, let's, let's work on it. you know what? Let's get somebody who like, I, we'll find somebody, but you know, maybe yeah. somebody will, will really want to do it. But if we can't, if we don't get anybody that applies, which I would be shocked. Um, let's just recruit somebody who has an interest in aviation. We'll get him um, and he'll just ask He'll, he won't know who he's talking to and we'll just feed him like feed him all the questions <laughs> like uh what mr mr Goulian, what, what shampoo do you use on uh the fall <laughs> the fall weather months as opposed to the spring weather months <laughs> dude that i love was, it uh, the facebook the the guy dave uh what's his last name summerfield um, or something like that. summerfield yeah the watches that he came up with um those like, were great Oh my god, I was dying. I was dying. I think I uh I think the Dongolian one is it really takes the cake. My favorite. <laughs> I, I want that one. Yeah. So but who's your um we gotta do we should set something up with people picking winners in uh in all the categories, but who you uh unlimited we spoke about, who's your money on for advanced? Have you looked at any of the contenders coming out? No. Um is AJ doing advanced this year? Or did no, he already move, it, 
He's been in Unlimited. And Johnny Wacker's moving up to Unlimited. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, um, so my uh, money. Good choice. That's you know, he's been I've been really enjoying Adam's videos. I, he hasn't posted in a long time. I don't know if he's been flying or not, um, but I really like watching him fly. I've always really, really liked watching Adam fly. I, I, I think he's a really good pilot. Um, yeah. So my money. Yeah. Adam's good, too. I like um, I like Dunphy. I like the way Dunphy's flying. Matt, OK. And um, if Osmeyer's he's changing a motor, so I don't know if he's been flying. He not, but, oh, yeah, he'd be good. So it, that depends. And if he's training, you know, there's all these like little inside baseball things like, you know, what kind of best, what kind of floor is the basketball being dribbled on? So like if oh, Osmeyer is training, Stan, everybody, I need I need you to hold on for a second. I need I need the room cleared. Oh, dude, I've got some top secret. I, I don't have. Um, I don't know what this is, so I, I'm not. I can't spill the beans because I don't even know. But somebody who who has been on the podcast that we want to see do really really well in high level competition texted me a cryptic text that leads me to believe that that person has a potentially lethal aerobatic platform at their disposal now. Mother and I'm going to leave you all with that. Holy. Yeah. No, really? He must like you more than me. So I didn't get a text. He didn't, he, did, he didn't tell me. Um, and if he did, I wouldn't say it on the podcast because he, obviously that would have come with don't share it. But um, yeah, uh, I'm going to let everybody marinate on that. And we'll see if you guys um, can come up with it. And Holy I hope I'm right. Lord. I hope I'm right. Um, I might. Goody, I might be completely Goody wrong. Thomas got but, an MXS. <laughs> <laughs> he got an extreme decathlon. Oh, dude! Goody Thomas you know, bought an extreme decathlon. How fu- how fucking cool would it be though if if Rob got an extra 330 SC and then just romped. <laughs> And one and he just started. He's like, you know what? I'm not just going to win nationals. I want to win nationals in every single airplane that I can. That <laughs> like would be your, that would be sick. That'd be a real big dick energy move. You know, it's like you like you win everything. You're just like, all right, I'm going to go find like a cap 231 EX. Let's see how this goes. And win. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. Big dick. You know, I got to look up. We got to look up the roster for nationals to see if if this person has uh, entered. What category? Unlimited. I would imagine so. Okay. So you're with Adam Essenheimer. I'm, uh, yeah, I, not that I don't I, like, and Adam. I like Dunphy. I think Adam's, Dunphy, I, uh, he, he meddled at whack. And, I don't, um, I don't see much of his, I haven't seen much of his flying. That's, I guess that's probably the, uh, why I, I he didn't pop, pop in my it's mind. It's good. It's good. It's very clean. He flies very, he, he flies similar to, um, like David Martin. Like it's not, Super duper okay. exciting, but it's very clean. It's very tight. Yeah. It's 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 fast at points. Um, it's I think it's a he flies really really well. Um, um, really well actually. And um, I think he, if if he doesn't zero, um, I think he'll definitely uh, podium at the end of the day, without a doubt. And don't That's forget huge. about 
dude. Well, we're talking U.S. competitors. Let's not forget about Luke Penner. No, and sure. What is Luke Penner going to show up? And that's the that's the question because the guy Christian I think is coming to nationals, who flies unlimited. Christian Baxter, yeah. Um, is Luke going to fly that would, be, that would be really cool. Gosh. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if Trigg's coming down. Um, there's it's, it's going to be an exciting year. It is going to be an exciting year. Yeah, I, I think um, the next two years, you know, here's the only the silver lining in the last two years of, of national and aero, international aerobatic competitions sucking so bad. Obviously, with losing whack, it's a devastating blow to you guys, you know, mm. but next year and the year after almost they don't make up for it, but they kind of do being here. Obviously, national is already here, but like having whack yeah. here. That's, that's going to be really, really that's a whole nother yeah. fiasco. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. You know, um, if we can, uh, I'll look at the national, I'll look at the dates for nationals again. And then it, when bidding comes up. Um, yeah. And I already um, have my, my pick in for intermediate. Oh, I almost want to guess who you don't, you wouldn't be able to guess this one guaranteed. Okay. I'm going to go with Craig, Craig Fitzgerald. Really good Midwest okay. pilot. Flies out of Tennessee. Yeah. He yeah. would have won. I, I hate saying I'm totally not that guy that does the Monday morning quarterback. He would have won. He was flying really good at nationals and he made a boo-boo on a uh, avalanche. Yeah. Um, but check his scores. Really, really great pilot. Um, yeah, flies a 300 L. Flies really, really well. Um, yeah. And... And he's one yeah. of those like Luke, man, that just like makes a 300L look like not a 300L. Makes a dance. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, um, he did, he did really well at Seaward. Um, yeah. A second or first. I can't remember. Um, yeah. No. And Lens wonder, got first. I, I wonder the if freaking, the, the ringer. Oh, God, Lens. Oh, I totally forgot about him. Damn it. Him and his, him and his stupid oh, I, decathlon. I take it back. <sighs> Mike, I mean, he's. I got I to go with Lens. I I don't want to pick him as my intermediate winner, uh, because it's, that's too easy. I would just give him the medal. That's now. too easy. Uh, it's, you're not just wrong. Is Hickson doing intermediate? He'd be a good um, pick. Hickson's. Oh, forgot it. This this is going to be. I think that the intermediate intermediate's hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be a battle. That's going to yep. be a big battle. Um, gosh, I wish Sammy Mason would come back to competition too. I know he, he's got to work and, and everything else, but, um, he's probably got a million things going on. Um, you know, if he's doing the year race thing, I'm not sure, but, um, I wish he would come back to fly nationals. That would be, if he didn't tell anybody and just showed up. You did imagine? you not get, did you not pick up on my cryptic? I did statement. I did. Now you're giving it away. I'm not saying it was him. I'm just making sure that you picked up on my cryptic thing. <laughs> oh my god! Anybody can my, look it, this up. It's public knowledge. Yeah, I haven't looked up the roster yet. And uh, and that's my that is my favorite blank blank that um, as far as paint schemes go. If that plane was available before I got my SC, I would have thought about it. I probably would. Same. It's just it's if I had if I would dude, it's a beautiful airplane, beautiful airplane. Yeah, yeah uh, the, dude, nationals will be exciting. And I, I feel like 
we should cover it more, whether it's even if it's just us doing podcasts remotely at the end of the day, if we get scores sent to us and we can break it down, that'd yeah. be really fun. You know, something. But yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Make it. Oh, that's exciting. I didn't see the. Yeah, yeah we got to talk off there. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. We'll um, talk offline. So I didn't do any homework while I was away. I was supposed to get some uh, boundary judge radio calls, like a compilation of it. And I didn't do it, but that's I feel okay. like I, we owe it. Do we owe it? To people who play it, we do. I gotta find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so give us um, break it break it down for us a little bit, so people because it's hard. It's probably hard to hear over, you know, you're playing it through a phone over the computer, right? I mean, it is. It's a little um, hard to hear, but but I think if you break it down, people will probably be able to hear it pretty so well. I hate boundaries, and I don't hate them because I get out. I hate them because it's not. The judging, the judges that are put on boundaries, um, sometimes don't have experience. There's no real um, structure to to them being able to be bound. You could just walk up, you could be an ISC member today and go to nationals tomorrow and be a boundary judge. All you have to do is be able to quote unquote read a resty. And I just don't think it's exact enough the way that they they line up the boundary stands. I mean, it's just it could be close, but I don't know if it could be 100% exact. And I know there's some people out there rolling their eyes at me, um, but if it can't be a hundred percent, then you shouldn't do it. And um, some people like them and I don't, it's not that I might, I just, I, I don't like the, um, the in out, in out. And it's like, well, you were in and out. I get it. But what's the deal if that person like shift his seat a little bit or um, whatever. That's too it's close just, to call. It should be a, yeah. a real hard out if you're out. Yeah, but there's just there's no and I'd be fine if it was more structured. Like if you're a boundary judge, then you're basically like you're a judge. So how could you be a boundary judge and not have to pass any IAC courses or anything or not even watch like a 15 minute video on the thing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like that's my whole thing. And I, I talked to a couple of people, actually, somebody who was well, a total hero. Um but and and he slash she whatever happened to like him and um and that's great it's just an opinion but um i don't like them and i don't get a lot of outs usually i i fly i try to fly pretty tight so it's really not it's in my it's probably in my better interest to to not get rid of boundaries um relative to to people i've competed against and seen you know outs versus uh versus myself in the same conditions so it's not because I get a million outs. That's not the reason why I want to get rid of them. I just don't think it's um, structured enough to, to be exact. And um, I think that some people are getting called out when they shouldn't be. And I think that um, when you're at a certain level, unlimited or even advanced in a team selection year to lose a team spot, say you're in eighth place and you get a subjective out or somebody thinks you're out um, because there's, again, there's no like, there's no, I guess, class or whatever you want to call it that this person needs to attend and to put all that training in to have it rely on somebody with very little experience, possibly. Um, I, I just don't I don't think it's good, uh, but that's just me. And I could be uh, could be wrong. Let me see. If I no, I like it. So, yeah, yeah. So and we laugh. and trust me, I'm not I don't lose sleep over this, but we always laugh about, you know, we were talking last week or weeks prior about um you know in out and it's like okay 
I get it. You're calling me in and out, but is the same other person getting called in and out the same way? Or you, and again, are you shifted in your seat or are you just not lined up and yada, yada, yada. So let me see. Yeah. Yeah, let me know if you can hear it. Yep. Did you hear that? I'll play it again. It's it's really hard to hear over. Yeah. Let me do it. It's it's muffled, but you can hear it. That was good. Yeah. So like it's like out in. It's like fuck you, man. Like really seriously. So anyway, um, and then um, I got a little bit of feedback on my comment about not having a floor and unlimited, and I'm going to retract that statement. I think can we say I, who can we say who gave the breakdown? No, uh, um, not yet. I think after okay after the, I don't want it to affect the election or anything like that. Um, uh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but you know the person made a really good point because. There's nothing that stops people from moving up in category to unlimited. Um, so, you know, having a floor when somebody is flying, you know, a certain way or a certain sequence, um, that 300 foot buffer, you know, could potentially um, be a, a good grace amount of feet to save your life or what. I'm trying to word it nicely, but basically it's, it's, it, protects people that shouldn't be in the category it seems or doing something you know yeah. what i mean um yeah. and i uh i would have to agree with that um so i was wrong hey. wrong <laughs> i i i was able to be privy to the um those points and makes a lot of sense yeah makes a lot totally. of sense so yeah um, but yeah love the feedback and um yeah. you know i love you know it just, you know, I was thinking that a certain way and it just didn't even cross my mind the other thing. And, and, um, I love, uh, I don't know if it's learning or realizing or, or seeing a different, you know, seeing, um, a different opinion on it, you know, and it changed mine. So, yeah, it was really cool. No, and that's what it's all about. You know, it's like, um, everybody has kind of a, you know, we, we all form our opinions on, on life experiences, you know, and yeah that 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 person's breakdown was based on a real world experience and it's like how do you argue that even if you wanted to which i i didn't and i don't think you did either um no pretty good yeah, pretty good no. uh rationale yeah oh yeah yeah man yeah. can i give a shout out i for i need to give a shout out to a couple people yeah i have one too you're talking about the uh the one we got today i got one no. too it's a good reminder um, but I, I can't wait to hear it. No, I wanted to get, we haven't talked. Um, I don't think we talked about the fly in, uh, for international or for international for national aerobatics day. Um, okay. that, um, went on here at, uh, Lodi, California. Um, it wasn't officially sanctioned by chapter 38. Uh, Brit was in seaward. Um, so, uh, the chapter didn't really do anything, but this was kind of like a impromptu meetup get together for that. Um, and it was awesome. You know, Joe McMurray, Leah Paca, um, Braden at lift, like huge shout out to you guys for doing that. Um, as soon as I was made privy of it, I, I spread the word and we were able to get, um, I helped bring a few planes over a few friends over and ate some tri tip, got to meet new people and had some fun in the process. It was a blast. Look so I'm you. hoping, um, 
you know, I'm hoping uh, everybody had a good National Aerobatics Day. You know, uh, let us know how how your events went. Um, but that was great. And Joe uh, McMurray, man, he he super passionate guy about flying. Um, I'm sure most of you guys follow him already, but he, he he's he's the real deal, man. Super cool guy. Lyft was kind enough to send us some swag. We gave away a knee board. Um, you know, and just, just stuff like that is so much fun. You know, getting to talk to people, you know, about the extra, about aerobatics, about flying in general, about lift stuff. That's just like, that's kind of what I love doing. You know, I don't like doing anything inorganically. Like, I, you know, like I said, I, I'm trying not to be like, I don't like to be that influencer type or be referred to as an influencer, but it, yeah. you know, if somebody asked me what kind of shoes I have on, I love, I love to be able to talk about it. Cause I like that kind of stuff. So that, that was kind of fun. Um, and it was, it was nice that, uh, Braden from Lyft sent some, uh, some banners, some, some catalogs, uh, a kneeboard to give away. Uh, that was really cool. So, uh, thank you guys. Appreciate it. And, uh, thanks for hosting Lee. Um, you know, he, he uh, offered his hanger up. He's got a shop there and it was just a perfect parking spot. Perfect hanger. Uh, it was a little warm, but just a perfect day to, to eat some food and, and shoot the shit with pilots. It was a lot of fun. Nice. It sounds yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a, um, uh, plug. Get some hate mail, Get a lot of hate mail saying that fuck y'all boundaries. I love boundaries. No, <laughs> um, Spencer, Iowa chapter 78 contest the first weekend in August. Gosh, I have to look at my calendar. This person didn't give me the freaking dates. It's unacceptable. Do the work. Unacceptable. First weekend in August is August 7th, 8th. That Saturday is the 7th. Sunday is the 8th. I'm assuming a practice or a contest will start on the 6th. Um, so five, six, seven, eight, roughly for the IAC chapter 78 contest first weekend in August. Um, it's from Sarah Arnold. Um, she is, um, the CD and she really appreciates the support. You're listening to the podcast, long time listener, first time emailer. <laughs> thank you so um, much for emailing. Thank you so much for listening. And, most of all, thank you so much for being a, a CD for a contest and volunteering your time. Cause I don't think anybody would say they enjoy being a CD in terms of it's not a glorious job. You don't get, you know, the, the glamor and fame. It's a lot of work. I should so. talk to this girl, um, Sarah Arnold. And I think that that idea about getting, uh, it's like a hundred or $200, maybe F, you know, FCS will, will sponsor it. It's a blow up screen. It's like 10 foot by dude. It's sick. And just get some little projector that they sell now and just have videos playing in the hangar for volunteers and maybe some cornhole. We got to like test this that. out, like having ground, it. ground stuff and see how it works. I know it worked for IAC 23. They had a freaking band on the ramp. You know, oh, really? That is it. cool. Yeah. Um, this is, this is a great thing. So I'm going to talk to her because the Spencer Iowa contest, um, you know, if you're thinking about going, go on EIC.org. Uh, a lot of people pre-register. So if you're thinking that um, if it's a long cross country for you and you're worried that people aren't going to show up, just check first. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, registrants um, and go. I know Brodigan and Megan, you know, Sean Brodigan and Chris Megan flew from like Florida to to go to this contest. The Morrisseys, I believe, are going to be there. Um, we can talk to John and Linda Morrissey. Always uh, great to talk to them. And um, Aaron probably going to be there, too. Aaron okay, McCartan. Yeah, two-time that, that would make sense. Champion. That would make sense. Yeah, man. 
So um, I'm hearing somebody is really close to buying his uh his uh Panzel. Really? Do he's got somebody coming out to look at it? Do you know who that somebody is? I don't. We should talk to them first and send them the video to close the deal. Yeah. In the arms (laughs) of an angel. I gotta make another video. I'm I'm due. Um, I gotta plug our Instagram that I still have not given you the access code for. Um, yes. Password. Sorry about that. (laughs) But it's uh, (laughs) if you're into uh, funny um, memes, if you don't know what a meme is, um, you can't afford it. Um, Exactly. (laughs) Instagram is called Aerobatic Memes, and they're really funny. Um, I feel like uh, should I play one? Do I have one? I got a lot of views. It won't. Like- it won't. It won't land without being able to see it. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. So problem. go to but Air- go to follow. Like, yeah, follow the page. Yeah, it's Arabic memes at Arabic memes. Mark and I are uh, well trying to. We got to start hitting that more. We've been we've been like memes have been lacking a little bit, which I'm sure Not everybody's memes. super happy. Dude, about. I've been memeing the You've shit been out of us, like like nothing. To the point where people hate me. They fuck. I bet you there's a side chat just making, just crushing me and being like, does this kid have to like always send a meme after everything? <laughs> Fucking Petro. Oh man. I love talking in meme. Um, anyway, so, uh, and then, uh, and lift, lift aviation, check them out because they're badass. Yeah. 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 Yes, son. Yes, son. Oh, um, I was told today that um, our code's been used a few times. Yes. So Thank you. That's great. Um, appreciate you guys supporting uh, a good company that supports the uh, supports the show. Um, we really appreciate it. Promo code fly cool shit guys. Twenty five percent off of almost everything on the site except for communication stuff. So basically, that's basically helmets. Um, and I'm gonna. Um, I keep saying I'm gonna do it. I really got to do it. This week was was a huge mess, and that might be a topic for uh, next week's episode because uh, um, I got recalled in the Airbus. So normal normal check red stuff for all the uh, um, airline pilots out there or, or professional pilots kind of know that stuff. But um, we do UPRT stuff in the Airbus sim, uh, so that's really Ooh. fun from an aerobatic pilot standpoint to kind of talk about and um, correlate that to not to aerobatic flying, but most of us have a a pretty good grasp on an upset recovery, unusual attitude and spin recovery. So install, you know, recovery. What are you flying now? So, uh, the Airbus a 320 and the uh, 321. That'd be fun to get like somebody who flies whatever Boeing on and just have you guys go at it. Oh, you know what? Boeing 737 pilots probably don't even have a computer. Like they're so old school. Like they use a rotary phone. They have to call in on a rotary phone. They're wearing a beeper for sure. It was, uh, and yeah, it's not even active. But they're like, I don't get any pages anymore. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> Motorola shut that shit down eight years ago. Get a phone. I, I love this airline. I got a beeper when I'm on reserve. They give me a free beeper. Anytime I got to go in, they just beat me. <laughs> they just beat me. They page me. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, gosh, I didn't even tell you about, about? Ne- oh. well, Let's talk airlines next week because I got to tell you my whole JetBlue fiat delays both ways. I'm never flying JetBlue again. It's All turning right. into it's turning into the blue spirit is what it is. You hear that, Pablo? Fucking, I blame Pablo. I would, fly, I would fly Spirit before flying JetBlue again. Wow. All right. Well, we're gonna have we have a whole airline topic next week. Um, 
So, oh, uh, so what I was uh, what I was going to say before I forget is I keep per- I keep saying I'm going to do it. And this week was a little hectic and, and strenuous, uh, but I'm going to try to do it maybe tomorrow. Probably not, but maybe tomorrow, uh, if not next week, is is finally make a video on the Tiger comms and the lift helmet. I keep promising I'm going to do it. People keep asking me. Ooh, cool. um, so so um, I'll probably do that. Have we have we made any headway with your helmet? Um, no, I got to submit that. But my planes, the other thing we talk about next week, too, um, is my extra we're doing the annual on. So I'm going to take some in-depth video on what, to, what I think you should look for. And if I miss anything, you guys can make fun of me and tell me I have no idea what I'm talking about, which is true, and help me look for other things that could possibly have gone wrong throughout the year. So um, that's what we're doing. And um, the person, I don't want to mention his name until he says it's okay. Um, but it'd be cool to see it all apart and, uh, you know, whatever. Love it. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to talk about that. Annuals are always fun. I actually enjoy, I really, you know, I, I, the first annual I kind of dreaded cause I didn't, didn't know what to expect. Now I really enjoy them. I I own our assist. I I think you own our assist too. Probably maybe you don't. Oh yeah. Um, no, I I, I love doing it. Yeah. I I love doing it. Yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah. We covered it all. And cool. um, just to plug our great sponsor, um, I'm actually going, I'll tell you off air, but um, they have a really cool deal. Um, and I'm not getting uh, forced to say this at all, but if you go on their website, um, they have a new student package. Um, the code is new student 20. Um, but basically um, it's got two levels. Check it out. It's shoes, kneeboard, glasses, lanyard, t-shirt. Um, it's a really good deal. Let me know what you think. Um, and the address to get to it is liftaviationusa.com forward slash new students, N-E-W-S-T-U-D-E-N-T-S, new student 20. Um, that's for that package. And then obviously what marks that 25% off spike shit. Um, yeah, and can't thank them enough for supporting the podcast. I really, really appreciate, uh, Todd Lance, Braden Lentz, Jackson Halsimer. Um, really appreciate you guys. Uh, been awesome. I think I think the community is really, really enjoying uh, Lyft. So getting a lot of good feedback, and I certainly love the company. Um, and I'm yeah. not just saying that because they support the podcast. I really they support the podcast because I love the company, uh, not the other way around. I think we both really enjoy it, enjoy their stuff. So um, yeah, yeah, sweet Sounds dude. Good. Ready to stick a pin in this bad boy? I'm ready. I'm excited now for the next. We got a we got a couple good podcasts. We got three good podcasts. We got the annual podcast on my airplane. We have the airline podcast on you, and then we have the podcast on this quote unquote unlimited machine that just got bought by a certain somebody who could be yeah. our guest. That should be our guest for next week or whatever. Oh, once, once, once it can be made official. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Cool. Cool, dude. Well, till next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see. You. We'll, we'll talk to you. We won't see you. We'll talk to you next week. Get you on Let the flippity Jeffrey. flip. Yeah, yeah. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 